How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Tea for the Queen podcast, the podcast where we try to keep our sanity in an era of staying woke. We explore current events and issues through the lens of feminism, progressive thought, discussion, peace, and love. My name is Tiara Burns. I am your host, and this if you is your did episode. Not know, astrology has become popular. People are doing tarot card readings on live. They're doing tarot card readings on TikTok live. They are doing it everywhere. Um, with the 2020 pandemic that began in March, there was an awakening that happened. And people became more in touch with their spiritual side. Um, our traditional forms of worship and seeking out faith have not—they have not failed us, but it's hard to do them because there there has not been any any allowed gathering, physical gathering of people. So people have dug into the ancient and past. Um, how do I say this? The past ways of practicing faith and ways of understanding who we are in our spirits in the universe. So there's been a larger and then return of interest back into, um, people call it witchcraft, I don't think it's witchery, but a return into understanding how to connect with our higher selves through different mediums. So people have a large interest in it. And me being a yogi, of course, it's not about me having an interest in it. It's just something that I'm passionate about. And before the new year began, I decided to bring on Brie. Look at the stars and find answers. I wanted to know, is it really written in the stars? You think so much, we've, we're learning that so much is determined by the day we were born or the time, the place, there's so much that's happening. So me and Brie, we had a wonderful conversation. Her name is Brie Holistically. I know you guys will enjoy this conversation. I'm gonna start the tape now, so I'll catch you on the other side. All right, Brie, um, hi. Thank Hi. You so much for coming on to the show today. Um, I don't know. I didn't tell you how I found you, but I found you on a hashtag. Um, really? Yeah, Black Feminism. So, you know. Oh, okay. You know, I can see you out there looking for my tribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I found you. That was no, awesome. I feel you. This is perfect. Um, but no, I've got brought you on here to talk about spirituality. Um, mm-hmm. I saw your feature article and I know that you're into tarot cards, spiritual mm-hmm. wellness. Um, I'm sure you probably, you know, know a lot about crystals, and that's something mm-hmm. that I try to like talk to people about. Um for just all of it also you probably don't know this but i am um, i'm a licensed uh, yoga teacher so i know mm-hmm. about the chakras and the healings and all of that but sometimes um for me i don't know i feel like i get too um too technical with it so mm-hmm. people be like you know what what do you mean my energetic center what are you talking about yeah so, um before we get started um into all of the all of that just tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do 
Yeah, so um, I'm Bree. I'm the founder of Bree Holistically, which I like to say is a spiritual wellness brand that is for beginners. I know that spirituality has become extremely popular within probably the last few years. Really this year, I feel like it's been a big boom and there's a lot of information that's out there, but I feel like um, it can be very confusing if you're not privy to the information beforehand. And, you know, as in any industry, there's always going to be people who are not genuine or not trying to actually give information that um, is useful because they want you to continue to come to them. So I try to make sure that I'm giving information that is easily easily digestible um, and easy to take in and just having fun. Like I want people to just feel like they can come as they are, which is pretty much what my brand is all about. Come as you are, get the information that you need, learn and grow and, you know, get your spiritual wellness on. (laughs) Okay. So how did you get into spiritual wellness? Um, I got into spiritual wellness because, um, I just been through a lot of stuff myself, like just with my own mental health struggles. And, you know, I lost my father when I was 15. So I just have always been somebody who, um, had a strong faith, a faith connection. Like I never was someone who was super religious, but I was always someone who felt connected to something higher than myself. And it just gave me a big push when there were things that I felt I couldn't talk about, or there were things that I didn't understand, or there were things that was just difficult for me to get through. Um, You know, I just always had my faith and I always had um, a deeper understanding of like, okay, this is how life works. This is how, you know, you get through things. This is how you find your center. This is how you get back to self. And, you know, so that's pretty much it. It's just always been a a tool for me, something that has helped pull me up multiple times. And, you know, that's how I got into spirituality. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I think that... um, well, I guess I was raised pretty religious, but I got into mm-hmm. reality similar to you. I, I've always had like a seeking spirit. Mm-hmm. That just led me to just digging into digging into everything, questioning mm-hmm. everything. It got on everybody. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it brought me here, you know, to where I feel like I have a you know a a better connection with my highest self. Mm-hmm. To me, that's ultimately um important. Um so yeah. One of the things that the first thing that brought me into it was I had a friend in high school. She she told she said she was a psychic. I, I, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I don't think she's a psychic anymore. But you know, we started you know getting into astrology and tarot cards. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things that we've always heard, even on Disney, is I always oh, written in the stars if you look up. Mm-hmm. The star. So as someone who knows a little b- bit about it, um, about astrology and all of that, do you think that everything is actually written in the stars? Hmm. I feel like there's a lot of information in the stars. I feel like this is how I've always viewed it. I feel like we all have a destination, you know, a final point, a way, you know, somewhere that we're supposed to be in this world and how we're supposed to be when we get there. I believe there are multiple ways for you to get to that point. I do believe that there is even a possibility that you don't make it to that point. I feel like that's where the free will comes in. So I feel like there's two sides. It's written in the stars, but also there's some self-accountability that has to come in as well. And they have to merge together in order for you to take what you've learned in your past lives and apply it to this life. Take the lessons you're learning now and apply it to this life so that you can make it to that point of your highest, highest self. You know, I feel like we're always working towards it and we're always doing the self work, but that doesn't necessarily mean that 
you're going to make it there if you're not, again, merging the two. You know, I always kind of shy away from people who are like, well, you know, just manifest and just do this and just do that. And I'm like, okay, but we also have to talk about you and what you're doing and the energy that you're putting out and the energy you're putting into, you know, the life that you're trying to live for yourself. So it's just two different sides to it, I feel. But I do feel like in terms of astrology, I've gotten into it a lot this year and it has really helped me a lot with understanding myself. I feel like it's a great framework to build off of in terms of your knowledge again of yourself where you want to go your talents um the things you may struggle with and it just helps you to kind of be able to guide yourself through this life um with you know some tools in your pocket you know deeper awareness about yourself okay so in that aspect when it comes to astrology because i um i've gotten my chart read a couple times and Mm -hmm. very eye-opening Right now, people are using it a lot. I'm not sure if you have TikTok. People use it on TikTok. Um, people mm-hmm. use it in mm-hmm. dating. Um, I have some people who are like, I, well, I know for me, I can I can do that. Like I, there's someone in my life. I, you know, we have been back and forth, and I was like, look, I need to know your chart. What time were you born? <laughs> Just to try, kind of get some mm-hmm. clarification. Um, so, what do you say? Like have do you think that people are like taking it too far or like what's like you say it's like a guide so Mm -hmm. you know when do people like allow it to be a guide rather than something that is holding you know Mm -hmm. I I get what you're saying yeah so I I feel like that goes right back to self-awareness and self-accountability like I love astrology because, again, it gives me that tool. It gives me that kind of one up because I understand some things about myself that I didn't understand before. Mm -hmm. And I encourage all of my friends, you know, to get into it. We talk about it all the time. Thankfully, I have a good tribe around me who understand the things I'm into. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but I also am mindful of some things you have to just let play out. You can't Mm -hmm. allow, you know, use your knowledge. But I feel like there has to be a fine line between knowing what you need to know and trying to know everything to the point where you're trying to manipulate situations. I don't ever want to be someone who's manipulating things because I feel like one that takes away the fun of life. And I feel like two, it's kind of um, putting you in a place where I feel you don't necessarily belong, you know? So I like to just let things play out, you know, even if I get your birth chart and we may be a good match, we may not be, my free will is still going to come in and be like, okay, I might not need to deal with this person, but I kind of like this person. So let's just see what happens. You know, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like I'm only mm-hmm. human, you know? So, <laughs> so I feel like, right. It's like, I'm just, you know, it's all about your decisions. So I feel like you have to just um, be accountable to again, what you know, but also not using it as a crutch like you have to still experience life in order to learn and grow as well so you have to be able to do both i agree with you that's um Mm -hmm. um that's kind of basically like um in buddhism they teach that you know the law of karma a lot of people think Mm -hmm. what you do is going to come back to you but what the Mm -hmm. true teaching is is that you know the law of karma means that you're making a cause and there's going to be an effect in this lifetime or the next Mm -hmm. lifetime Mm -hmm. Or yesterday, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right, right. Like sometimes <laughs> it's super quick, and at other times it's just like you know you you. Because I definitely have had moments where I feel like 
I am definitely getting through some things that I've that I brought with me from my past life, some mm-hmm. traits and some activities that happened then that I'm now getting through and learning mm-hmm. better how to manage those things now. And then there's some times where I'm just like, I may say or think something and I'm just like, well, I shouldn't have did that. And then something will happen five minutes later. I'm like, yep, you shouldn't have done that. Like, <laughs> yep. you know, so I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that person, I just ended up like, I don't know, my spiritual sense was that we had a soul tie. Mm-hmm. And they left before I did, and I don't know yeah. what happened, but we, it just has not been able to be resolved. Yeah. And I can't yeah. figure out if I want to resolve it this lifetime or the next lifetime because I feel mm-hmm. like I got a mission, and I can't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. I mean, in terms of missions, it's just like I mean, okay. man. <laughs> no like what I was gonna say was again you just kind of gotta figure it out as you go like sometimes even if you have a mission it's not something that's continuous there are breaks in it and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you know there could be a tie there where it's like down the line things will get resolved or it could be you know in the next lifetime you get through it and you you figure out how to come back together and resolve it but it really just it really depends on what you're supposed to gain here in this time so Mm -hmm. you know now, when we talk about mission um, in 2020, um, mm. some people may feel like a lot of people's lives and their missions have been cut short due to the pandemic. Mm. Um, do you think that what I've seen from what just what I've, you know, the conversations I've had, I mm. feel like there's kind of like a more like a spiritual awakening because we have been forced to sit still. Do you mm. think that's true? Do you think that people are becoming more spiritual um, than, they, than we've been mm. in the past generations? I really do think that. I really do. I feel like spirituality was always already gaining some popularity. Mm -hmm. And then this happened. And I feel like people kind of didn't have a choice because a lot of the institutions that people have put so much of their um, trust into have shown that they're not necessarily something that you should be putting all your eggs into that basket. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that's something that they didn't recognize before. For some people they did, but for those who didn't recognize it, you know, they're starting to understand that there is a lot more moving parts in this world than just the tangible, what we see, what we can, you know, touch, what we can go into and all that stuff. So I feel like people are starting to understand that you have to have some type of, um, backing to your to your thoughts and your feelings some something to kind of build you up that's a little bit bigger than just your friends and your family because you know this is just a mountain that a lot of us cannot climb with just each other I mean I'm just being honest I believe that you know we're all coming together in in our own way but it still has to be something that you know is intangible that can you know kind of push you forward in this time because it's just it's necessary so I do believe that now with that do you what I want a buzzword I've also heard this year, mm-hmm. um, agreeing in agreeance with that is manifesting. What, mm-hmm. like, what in your opinion or your knowledge is manifesting? Like, how does someone do that rather than <laughs> just saying, I'm going to go for a run because it feels good? And then they, yeah, you know, like, what, yeah. what exactly is that? Yeah, it's so funny because I had an exchange with someone on Twitter. Um, it was a while ago and it wasn't anything like crazy or rude or anything. But mm-hmm. I, was, I had said something about manifesting. No, they had posed a question like, um, you know, is it really manifesting if you don't get what you want? And I was like, well, manifesting doesn't necessarily work like that. You know, um, you can manifest something and it comes in a form that is supposed to be. It could be still aligned with what it is that you need. It's just not in the form that you thought it would come. And they were like, but if you didn't get what you want, then did you manifest? And I'm just like, 
but that's not necessarily the point of manifestation, you know? So what manifesting, and this is just me, manifesting is not to me always about getting what it is that you want. I've manifested things that have come in forms that I didn't think that's what it was going to be, but that's what it was, you know? So say for example, a job, you need a job, you man, you're manifesting a job, you have these requirements or whatever. You may have thought it was going to be in the healthcare industry, but it's actually in the tech industry or something like that. There may be little things that come about it that aren't necessarily what you thought it was going to be, or maybe even what you asked for, but it, it, we got to remember, it's not about what we want. It's about the higher power. So, <laughs> you know, some things people got to understand, you just don't control all those facets. You don't control all those things. So with manifesting, it's about your intention. I always say be as um, specific as you can possibly be, you know, really break it down. Um, but also you have to be open to what the universe wants for you. I always finish out my manifestations. I just did some yesterday. When I closed it out, I said, okay, this is what I want to come forth to me. But I also want, you know, I, I say God, some people say spirit, higher power. I say God, that that's what I mean when I say that. Mm-hmm. I was like, but God, whatever it is that you want for me, that's what I want to come. Because you can think, oh, I need that. For example, I need that purse, but you know, maybe you actually needed a car, you know, you might actually get something better. Like you just, you never know. So you have to be open to attracting what the universe has for you. Um, even if it doesn't come in the form that you think that it should have, you know, a blessing is a blessing. That's just my take on it, but no, you're right. So how do you manifest? You don't have to tell me. Mm-hmm. That, you know, so, some people use the three, six, nine rule, you know. Just yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a very simple manifesto. I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I, um, I'm old school. I guess I'll say old school with it. I just write it down. I write it down. I have a manifestation jar. Um, something that is very important when you're manifesting, if you're writing out, um, petitions you fold it towards yourself I usually fold in three so you fold it towards yourself each time because that is to bring the energy to you it's to bring your manifestation towards you if you fold it away you're essentially pushing the manifestation away so that's one thing so I have a manifestation jar and I just write out on pieces of paper fold it towards me three times put it in the jar pray over the jar you know um, what is to be will be and then I just put it away sometimes I'll do um, I'll just write in my journal write things out. I also do vision boards. I'm big on vision boards because I'm big on visual manifestation. Yes. You know, I, I love, I love writing it out and I feel like that adds so much power because it makes it tangible, but it's nothing like being able to visualize the things that you want. You're constantly reminded, you know, you can see yourself there. You can envision yourself touching it, how it's going to feel and all that stuff. So that's very important as well. And then the last thing I like to do, Um, if it's something quick, I'll do bay leaves, um, for manifestation. So bay leaves is essentially you go and buy bay leaves, Mm -hmm. you write it out, you know, you write out what it is that you need or what you want on the bay leaf. And then you burn it, have a bowl to collect the ashes. You burn it, you know, put the ashes in there. You throw the ashes to the wind. That's what you do. And the last thing would be candle magic. Now, candle magic is when I'm really trying to get up in there. You know, I'm really yeah. trying to bring it forth. So <laughs> Wait, isn't um, it like you, mm-hmm. you you write it down and then you put in a piece of paper and then you put the yeah. candle? Or do you put mm-hmm. the top of it? You- um, some people do it like that. Some people okay. do do it like that. How I do mine, um, and this is this is just a tip for anybody. Mm-hmm. With spirituality, it's all about doing what works for you. It's all about doing it in a way that resonates with you. Mm-hmm. No one way is right. No one way is wrong. It's all about just how it works for you. You can create your own rituals. You don't have to follow 
me or anyone else. You know, it's all about your intention. That's the biggest thing, your intentions. I don't care if you have the tiniest piece of paper and a pen and you write it out. Mm-hmm. That's what you got. That's what you got. Now with me, I like to use um, a votive candle, which is kind of like that short, thick candle. Okay. And, um, you know, you cleanse it. I cleanse it and I pray over it. And then I'll just take a, a something sharp enough where I can carve into it what it is that I'm intending to bring into my life. Um, the colors do matter. So say, for example, money, for example, you would want to use a green candle. Mm-hmm. carve into it what it is that you want you know carve into it I always put thank you um you also want to carve your initials or your name into it because you want um spirits to know who you know who it's working for you want the candle to know who it's working for mm-hmm. um then I'll dress it dressing it is essentially just putting oil or herbs onto it so if you want to do money uh a herb, um not a herb a uh oil you would want to use you would use frankincense for example that's one that you could use mm-hmm. and then you dress it Favorites. um yeah <laughs> you know you dress the candle put the herbs onto it and it's important to go from the top to the middle and then from the bottom to the middle because you want to connect the manifestation so top to middle bottom to middle when you're rubbing the oil on it and when you're putting the uh, herbs onto it then you just go ahead and burn it if you have a petition along with your candle, you want to, again, write out, write out your petition, fold it towards you, burn it, throw the ashes to the wind. So, hmm. yeah, bit of a process, but hmm. um, <laughs> but um, it's, it's actually really quick. And it's kind of th- I like dressing candles. It's very therapeutic for me. But those are like my top uh, few ways to do it. But my favorite will probably be visual manifestation, vision boards, and then also just simply writing it out. Wow. So do you use crystals at all? I do use crystals um, more so. My favorite is selenite. And Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know, I just feel very connected to selenite. And selenite is a white crystal. It's kind of thick. And um, Mm -hmm. it is for cleansing. It's for purification. It's to bring, you know, you bring you closer to uh, the spiritual realm. So that's something I like. I also have black onyx. I have a black onyx uh, crystal that I carry with myself for protection. Black onyx is good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are a few others that I'll use. Like I have my rose quartz, but I'm not huge, huge. I don't have a huge crystal collection. I have a lot of like smaller tumbled ones that I keep around my room mm-hmm. um, in different places for different things. But I'm really more so like a herb person. So I like to keep like rosemary by my window. Rosemary is good for protection. Um, I also just really love the scent. So, you know, I like to keep herbs around me, but um, things like clove, well, clove's not a herb, but it's something that you can also use in, um, in, you know, just your divination and things like that. But I'm not a huge crystal person. I do. Um, it's not even that there's anything wrong with them. I've just never been super, super attracted to crystals. Mm-hmm. I like them, but there's, it's just, it's never been something that I felt like I needed. And here's the thing. I have friends who are in divination as well and they love crystals. Like I have a friend, she loves crystals. She has a huge crystal collection. For me, I've always just felt most connected to my selenite crystals. I have a few of them. I have a wand and I have like two like mini tower ones. And those are my favorite. And those like get me through. Like I'll cleanse myself with them. I'll charge them when I'm about to do readings. Like I'll like really take time to like sit down and like, you know, I want my head, I want my heart, I want my hands. And I just always feel better when I do it. So I always go with what works is what works. And, you know, 
that's the thing. You could have a million bajillion things or you could have, you know, one thing. It just depends on what you need. And that's all I've ever felt like I needed. That's good. Now, do you mm. burn sage at all? I am not a sage person. I like Palo Santo. Okay. and oh, that's my favorite so good oh. yeah it smells amazing and that's really probably the thing with me with sage i just don't like the smell but <laughs> but <laughs> that's the only thing it's like i just don't like the smell of it but okay. i like palo santo and i love incense that's something that people really do not realize about incense is that it can be used to clear your space mm-hmm. so i will burn incense i'll have incense burning it'd be five or six of them about the daggone my eyes be water from the smoke mm-hmm. but i love them <laughs> That's but me. I love them. Yeah, yeah right. It's like, but I love them. Don't be sick. You have to do this for real. Like you, you, you are going through it in there. Be in there, like you can't see nothing. You can barely breathe. But I don't care because it makes me feel good. So I love incense. Those are my. Those are honestly my favorite cleansing um, tools. Incense for like clearing the air. Love yeah. it. When one thing I do is um when I like get a new place like an apartment. Mm-hmm. Usually just in, yep. the in the house, but I go before I move in. What I do mm-hmm. is I actually go through the apartment with sage mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. the energy out, and then mm-hmm. I let it sit and I come back after work mm-hmm. to bring in good energy. So yes, yeah, that's that's just something I do. Um, my my family thinks it's weird, but I mean, no. sure my place is my place. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that when people come to visit me, they are always mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so peaceful here. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. why? Exactly. <laughs> and I do the same. Like, I do the same thing. And I'll just have a day where I'm like, you know what? The energy, the air, something so needs heavy. to be moved. Yeah, yes, something yes. needs to be moved. So yes. I'm opening up the windows. I'm walking through my Palo Santo, you know, getting it together. Because, you know, even if it's just you and your home, energy still transfers you know you go through things you got stuff on your mind and you need to clear that energy out it is so important to do I tell people even if you don't have anything for cleansing just open a window you know you can even Mm -hmm. just strike a match if you you know if you want to and just you know get that smoke going because Mm -hmm. smoke is a clear is a clearing agent so I'm like you don't necessarily have to have something scented you can burn a candle and be clearing the air so it's like that's why I always tell people spirituality is really about using what you have like you don't Mm -hmm. have to go out and buy a whole kit to Mm -hmm. be able to you know make it happen just open your window if you don't have anything to use yeah one thing I've also seen is using a like a bowl of water Mm-hmm. at like a door or a window to cleanse the in- energy in the space mm-hmm. that's that? I have that's not something that I've done but you know yeah so I can't really speak on that because I've never done that but <laughs> yeah, yeah they offered it as a um like an alternative to uh what is it to into sage because sage is like being harvested at alarming rates yeah so, um yeah after like after what do you call it after i get done with the sage stick that i have now i'm mm-hmm. just like switch to just to uh to uh to the shoot the bay leaves the leaves that you said yeah the bay leaves bay yeah. leaves are good too mm-hmm. and they smell great when they burn yeah they do and mm-hmm. they to me i don't know about but like usually when people buy bay leaves they come large and they last mm-hmm. forever because people only use them when they make how powerful is the cup 
Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Right. Right. (laughs) I feel like we got off on a tangent. So um, (laughs) one thing that I've I've heard about like this year, like Mm -hmm. I want to say in February, I was... Mm -hmm. You know, I love, I'm a podcaster, but I love podcasts. So mm-hmm. listen to them. A lot of the podcasts are talking about we're like entering in a new age or whatever, because mm-hmm. of, have you, have you heard that at all? Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, if you can't, if you don't want to break it down, you don't have to, but like, what does it mean? Like that we're entering into like a new spiritual age. Okay. Right? okay. I mean, so what, yeah, go on. Yeah, no. So this is what I've gathered from it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we have on the, well, I can't remember the day. I want to say it's the 17th Saturn moves into Aquarius and it was in Capricorn for like the past three years. Mm -hmm. And then Jupiter on the 19th, I want to say it's moving into Aquarius for a year. And then we have the Jupiter Saturn, both going to be in Aquarius conjunction on the 21st. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are very excited about this energy because, you know, we've had a lot of Capricorn energy in the generational planets. The generational planets would be Aquarius, Uranus, um, Neptune, and Saturn. Oh, so generational, I'm sorry. So generational planets means that um, if you're born within a certain time frame, year, year wise, you're going to have the same uh, Uranus, uh, Neptune, Saturn place, um, you know, in the signs. So mm-hmm. for myself being born in 94, mm-hmm. a lot of people who are born in 94 have a Capricorn Saturn. So oh, I'm sorry, not Saturn, uh, Capricorn, Uranus, yeah. Neptune. Mm-hmm. So we would, I'm a little older than you, but not that much. <laughs> okay, girl. But good. no, so we would have the same thing because we're both in the same generation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So essentially yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what that means with generational. So Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, that's kind of why when you see big changes happening, um, it, it kind of goes through a generation. Like, you know, you had the boomers and they had their own thing mm-hmm. and then you had this generation and then you have the generation after us, after the millennials who kind of have their own vibe. That's where that generational energy comes from. So, um, for us, you know, with the Aquarius energy coming forth, Aquarians are more about, you know, the collective. They're more about community. They're humanitarians. Capricorn is very much so about, you know, industrialization. They're about self. They're about making money. They're about, you know, they're not really interested in 
Yeah, so Aquarius, again, is just mm-hmm. the planet of, um, again, human- well, not the planet, I'm sorry, the sign of um, the humanitarian. You know, they're about the collective. Mm-hmm. They're about the people. Um, you know, they're also, I would say they also kind of rule over social media only because they rule over things that's in groups. So, you know, we all as a collective use social media. So I feel like some things with our technology, they also rule over technology. Mm-hmm. And social media is a technology. So I feel like we're going to see a lot of changes um mm-hmm. in regards to that like i don't know if you're a big t- twitter user but for example now twitter mm-hmm. has this thing where um where if you're going to tweet about an article it'll it'll prompt yes. you to yeah it'll prompt you to be like i love you, that me personal. too they were like do you want to mm-hmm. read this article before you tweet about it and i yeah. love that because it's just like misinformation is really a problem it is out of control and I feel like you know it's not going to stop everyone from just going ahead and just tweeting about it anyway but I feel like it's going to make people kind of think about oh I'm sorry excuse me they're going to think about like oh maybe I should before I go and jump out here and go with the headline speak on Mm -hmm. you know what it is that I know so I feel Mm -hmm. like we're just going to see changes in that I also feel like we're going to see changes in terms of what you can say um something I've been predicting for a while and I talked about this actually like early in the beginning of the year was that I feel like you're going to have to really watch what you say moving forward I feel like as we you know get these generational planets into Aquarius I feel like you're going to have to really be mindful of how you contribute to the collective in terms of how you say and interact with others because I don't feel like we're going to be um uh okay with people and it's never okay but I feel like we're really not going to be okay with people who are bullying people who are trolling and all this other stuff I just don't feel like it's going to fly um once we see that change over uh into Aquarius from Capricorn so I'm excited to see it I'm excited to see what's going to happen but that's pretty much what people are getting at we're not in the age of Aquarius because people have been saying like oh age of Aquarius I don't believe we're in that um an age of Aquarius essentially when we have a lot of um planet placements in Aquarius essentially but we don't have I'm sorry are we entering the age of Aquarius? No, 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 no. Um, mm-hmm. there's this um other astrologer I follow, Astro Dim, um, at mm-hmm. Astro Dim, and they were talking about it on their uh page. So if you ever want to go and like check them out, just for anyone listening as well, they were talking about age of Aquarius. Spell if you've that heard for me. That. Hmm? Spell that for oh, me. A S T R O D I M. Mm-hmm. So if you ever you know heard um someone say age of Aquarius or you just want more information on it, they were talking about how we're not going to be in that until like twenty seventy something. So mm-hmm. no, you know no worries there. But I do feel like oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I do feel like we're going to be turning over a new leaf in terms of just becoming a little kinder to each other, worrying mm-hmm. a little bit more about each other's well being. Like GoFundMe's are really popping right now, and a lot of people are wanting mm-hmm. to help each other. But, you know, people have complained a lot about 2020, but I feel like 2020 has uncovered a lot of things that people, you knew about it, but if you're not experiencing it, you don't really think about it. And I feel like it has just uncovered a lot of flaws in our own systems and it's making people who you know have been going through it who may not have gotten the assistance that they were looking for or needed they're now getting it and for people who are now going through it, who it may have never gone through or at least to this capacity they're now understanding what people have been talking about when they say that we need help and we need to do more for one another so I feel like 
this year has already pushed us towards that mindset because so many people have gone without and so many people need support on all different levels. So I feel like, you know, a lot of times people always say, well, this has been such a horrible year. It's been such a bad year. I get that. And I'm not taking away from anyone's experience, but I am saying that I feel like 2020 has given a lot of people 2020 vision, you know, (laughs) Um, and seeing some things that they may not have seen if this year just went about like any other year. Yeah, I I agree with you. I feel like this year has exposed a lot of things Mm -hmm. that we, I guess guess you can say they were sleeping bears. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. although, you know, I do feel for a lot of the loss that has happened, I'm so grateful for the things that have come out Mm -hmm. of this, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. I'm just very, very grateful for that. Um, So, man, I have so many cards. Okay. Next question, tarot card. Okay. All right. One of my favorite topics. <laughs> okay. One of your favorite topics. <laughs> All right. So break that down for me. I have a lot of questions about tarot cards. Okay. Have I had, you know, have I had cards pulled? Duh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like break that down for me. Like explain it to me as if I don't know anything about tarot cards. So tarot is, you know, a practice that dates back way 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 back Mm -hmm. and you know essentially tarot is a divination tool used to provide Mm -hmm. you with intuitive guidance something Mm -hmm. that people do not 100% always realize about tarot is that while tarot cards have a definitive meaning it is still all intuitive and how you read it because if you pull these Mm -hmm. cards and you try to speak on them based off of the exact meaning of it your reading is not going to make any sense You have to be able to interpret what you're seeing based off of the energy that you feel so that you can give a proper reading. So it takes a lot of time because you have to connect with your deck. You have to connect with the energy that you're channeling. You have to be centered within yourself in order to provide someone with a good reading. So that's all tarot is. It's not a fortune telling um tool it's not you know something that's gonna you know because when you see it on tv people always are just like so dramatic and it's like um i don't know if you ever saw carmen the hip hop. i was was gonna say carmen yes Yes. i saw that dorothy and beyonce carmen yes Yes. oh my gosh and like when beyonce would go and always get the the tarot pulled and then when they pulled out the death card and it was all dramatic i'm like that is what? not what that card means, okay? They're not. It is not. It is. <laughs> honestly, you should be excited if you see the death card. Why? Because that means you're on a path of rebirth and transformation. And you're moving into a new cycle, yeah. a new season in your life. That's a good thing. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, you should be excited when you see yes. it. Not afraid. Um, and I've had mm-hmm. readings where, you know, I've had people come back. Well, I saw you pull the death card. Even if I explained it already, I'm just like, look, you're fine. You're not, no, no one's okay. dying today, okay? And even if, I would never predict that for anybody to begin with. Like, I just wouldn't. I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, I don't talk, and I'm sorry, I'm so off on, like, something else. But <laughs> just, just, no, just as good. a rule of thumb, if you're going to someone mm-hmm. and they're trying to tell you all these, they're predicting all these events in your life and, you know, when you're going to die and when you're going to do this and when you're going to do that. Not saying that they don't have the tools to do it. I'm just saying that that's not really something that tarot in for me, that's not what tarot is for tarot. I don't feel like I would never want to use my gifts to tell someone when all that is going to be happening for them, because I feel like I'm stepping out of bounds at that point. Some people don't feel like that. I do. So I'm not, I tell people, I don't predict health. I don't predict um, death 
and that's pretty much it. But I don't predict and none of that. I'm not going to tell you when you're going to die. I'm not, I can't tell you if such and such is going to recover from cancer. I don't know. I probably could, but I'm not going to because I feel like yeah. with faded events, I don't do, I don't deal mm-hmm. with faded events because again, that's when I feel like I'm stepping out of bounds. So that's wise of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's basically like what I pulled was like an egg with like a snake around it. Oh. And yeah, so I misread it. You know, mm-hmm. what I should have been reading is that these people are out here trying to get me yeah. and, you know, come to what I'm trying to birth. But no, mm-hmm. I read it complete what I was told and what mm-hmm. I was completely like. Mm-hmm completely opposite mm-hmm. so i think that you what you're saying is very true the person who's you know pulling the cards for you should be connected mm-hmm. and you should have your own intuition yes. from it as well yes so you know we gotta in my opinion we have to understand and trust ourselves mm-hmm. when we're seeking guidance as well yes. you know what i mean yes and i think I think that when we trust ourselves, we'll have this, uh, you know, I bet you, I guess you can say a higher discernment of who we're mm-hmm. dealing with. Who's reading, um, the card. Yes. Like all yes. people <laughs> say, because I get on people about this all the time, because again, spirituality has become extremely popular and mm-hmm. there are people out here again, who are legit. And then there are people out here who are not, because let's just be honest, this is not an industry that is hard to get into to make some money because everybody always nope. has questions about love and money those are the people's biggest focus i told people when you come to me because i offer love readings now and i'm gonna just use this as an example mm-hmm. but i'm just like this is not a love reading for when am i gonna find my soulmate when am i gonna get married because that shouldn't even be your focus because if you have some issues going on if your forever love would have walked through the door right now it's probably not going to work out because you don't know what you need to be doing to prepare for them Mm -hmm. so my love readings are about preparing and making sure you're in a good space to even receive what it is that you're looking for you know Mm -hmm. so i'm like if you don't want to hear that i'm not the person to talk to because i'm not going to sit here all day and talk to you about well when is my forever Mm -hmm. love coming i don't know that's faded i can't tell you that so and 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 so that's one thing but then i always tell people you have to know things for yourself i'm not your deity i'm not your guru and i don't want to be i am a regular person yes Mm -hmm. i am a regular person just Mm -hmm. like you i have a few intuitive gifts that everyone actually has if you choose to tap into them i was like i'm connected to the same thing you're connected to if you wanted to give yourself a reading if you sat down and 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 worked at it enough you probably could do it you know divination is not exclusive to certain people it's for everybody and they're tools it's it yes it comes with gifts but they're tools you know, that that's what it's for. So I always like to make sure people understand. And that's why I like to make things beginner friendly. And that's why I always go back to self accountability. If you're not going to take your own spiritual health and wellness seriously, I, I can't mm-hmm. help you to begin with. No one should be able to walk up to you and tell you anything and you just go with it. It doesn't matter if they have a million followers. It doesn't matter if they have two followers. No one should be able to just tell you that. And then, well, somebody said this and it was the complete opposite and all this other stuff. Okay, now you didn't talk to five different people and now you're confused. You don't have 15 different doctors. So why do you have 15 different readers? You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to trust people. Um, mm-hmm. Do you follow the hood healer? Um, I am familiar, but I don't follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, a lot, of, a lot of people I know mm-hmm. are like, uh, I guess you can say they really like resonate with what mm-hmm. she has to say. And me... 
I just don't, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think it's very true. Like you say, like you have, you can't have 15, you can't be listening to 15 million people mm-hmm. tell you about spirituality. You have to have some type of intuition about that. I like that you said that because I think that, you know, we just ha- you just got to be selective, mm-hmm. even with your friend. Mm-hmm. Got to be selective and have mm-hmm. discernment about it. And that's the thing, like, but- I always tell people, whoever you resonate with is who you resonate with. Like, I don't that's really nice. care because if you resonate with me, great. If you resonate with someone else, great. Like, that's on you and your spiritual journey. Just make sure mm-hmm. that you resonate with them. That's all I'm, That's all I want people to understand. Mm-hmm. Like, just make sure that it's genuine. Make sure that you really um, are tapping in with them and they're tapping tapping into you um for you guys to have an even energetic exchange even if you don't know them have never gotten a reading with them you know energy is energy make sure that it's aligned so that way you're not just taking in information and it's not actually feeding your soul you know that's why I want people to understand and that's why I like to be beginner as beginner friendly as I can be because Mm -hmm. spirituality again it's a tool I look at it like that but it's also your, it's a part of your wellness and people don't think so. People don't really realize it as being a part of your wellness. So if spiritually, if you're not aligned, if you're not in good health spiritually, there are a lot of things that can come in and attach itself to you and attack you from all different sides because you don't have something to tap into this greater than this realm that we're in. That's greater than the tangible. That's greater than the people, the money and all this other stuff. You need something that can pull you up out of that. So you know I just want people again to just make sure that they're taking it seriously tap into the right people tap into the people and by right I mean people who you feel aligned to not just because well somebody retweeted them and I saw it and they said and and this is the thing too just to just to tie it all together a lot of times when people are tapping into readers of any kind they'll say um you know, they look at stuff like, oh, well, they, they tweet a lot about cancers or whatever. People are so tapped into this sun sign situation. This I call it sun, sun, sun sign spirituality. Woo, tongue twister. Mm-hmm. But that's what it is. And it's just like, it is. <laughs> I tell people. I'm like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not the spiritualist that's going to sit around all day and talk about zodiac signs. I'm not going to do it. So if that's what you are here for, I'm the wrong person because I'm not going to do it. Not because it's not important. But because that's there's more to spirituality than your sun sign. And yes. that's what we talk about over here. We're not talking about, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm a cancer, I'm a Taurus, I'm a this, I'm a that. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Are you whole? Yeah. You know, are mm-hmm. do you feel good today? You know, if if, mm-hmm. if something happens in your life right now, how are you gonna react to it? Do you have you know, spiritual soundness within yourself to be able to navigate this world that you're in? Are you worried about twin flames and your zodiac sign? Yeah. You know? You're right. So you think that people can go overboard with it? Yes, absolutely. And and that's no disrespect to anybody because I respect anybody out here who's genuine and doing the work Mm -hmm. to help people. Mm -hmm. I respect Mm -hmm. it. But it's just like, we have to, I feel like it's our duty in the spiritual community to understand that, especially if you have knowledge of different things, it's our duty to make sure that other people are knowledgeable as well. I don't want, I'm happy for my repeat customers and stuff who come to me for readings, but I don't want you to be coming to me every month. I need a reading, I need a reading. I need you to be, I need to be so good at what I do that you feel like you can help Mm -hmm. yourself. Because if you don't feel like you can help yourself, I'm not pouring into you as spiritually as I thought I was. I'm not helping you to strengthen your spiritual wellness as much as I thought I was, you know? So, and that doesn't make me feel good because 
I don't feel like that's what this is for. I don't feel like it's for someone always running back to me, not able to discern themselves through their situations, not able to pray about things, not able to cleanse their own spirit, not able to read themselves. I don't I don't feel good about stuff like that. I feel like I, I wouldn't be doing my job well if, if that's the case. So, you know, and I and I always think about protection because again, People look at this and they're again focused on their sun sound or focused on love or focused on other little, you know, material things that just aren't that important. And people prey on that. And I was like, I need you to be spiritually strong so that people don't prey on you because they will. Everybody's not genuine. Just because somebody got a tarot deck don't mean they don't know how to read it. Don't mean they're trying to. Yeah. You know, so I'm sorry to go off on this tangent, but it's something I'm very passionate about. It's something that really because I know how much spirituality has changed my life, my own spirituality. And I know how amazing it can be when you really tap in and you figure it out for yourself. And I just want other people to have that experience as well. No, you, you're you OK. It wasn't a tangent. If it needed <laughs> to be said no, like, mm, me and my friends talk I about know um, what you say you and your friends talk about all the time yeah, all the time like all the time and I get on my soapbox and I'm like y'all I'm sick of it you're like <laughs> <laughs> no because I've seen like I've, I've I've heard of and I've seen like stories of people going to get readings mm-hmm. every week and it's like sis what is you doing? <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I never in my life let somebody come to me every week for reading. I just, I, I'm not doing it because there's something deeper going on that you just need a reading. You don't have any control over your own life if that is what you feel you need to do. That's not healthy. No, That's bigger than readings. Not. That's something deeper than that. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not equipped for that. You got to go talk to somebody yeah. else about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's outside of my scope. Okay. Oh man. So have you created a tribe of people who, you know, you all do readings and share your walks of spirituality um, together? Yeah. So I have th- two good friends who, um, and oh, then I have like my internet friends, but you know, um, in terms of people I know, <laughs> I love I love my mutuals on the internet. Yeah, That's what I call them. My absolutely. Mutuals. I love them. But it's like, you know, I have two good friends who um are both readers, both spiritualists, you know, both have their own things going on. And it was just amazing because one of them, we went to school together and well, both went to school, but I went to college with one of them. And mm-hmm. actually, no, I'm wrong again. We went, she went to the college down the street. I <laughs> so okay. we, we were in the same vicinity. But we ended up meeting, you know, linking up together because um, we were both uh, journalism students and I saw a posting for something that they had going on in terms of like a media group or something. And I went to the event and we ended up just having great energy and we've been cool ever Mm -hmm. since. So she's someone who really helped me to grow comfortable with my Mm -hmm. journey you know she's someone I can talk to about things and you know she just understands it from a totally different perspective then I have another friend that we went to middle school with you know I went to middle school with them and we didn't really talk until I got back home I was in Texas and then I moved back to Maryland and what part of Texas? I was in Austin okay I was in Dallas (laughs) so you know I was in Texas and I came back and 
um, I saw that they had started a tarot business. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you because like I have a tarot business too. And we just started talking and realized just how much we have in common. Um, we're really honestly like we have the same moon signs. I'm like, girl, I feel like we're the same person. But, <laughs> you know, it's just amazing to have people who can talk to me from a real talk perspective because we're girlfriends, but they also have that spiritual knowledge and they can help me with certain things and they understand certain things that I feel, certain things that I, you know, I, I can talk to them about that I just don't feel like I can share with other people. Mm-hmm. So it does make me feel really good to have them. And then again, of course, my internet mutuals love them because, you know, we love can them. also talk about different <laughs> things as well. And it's just good to have a collective of people who don't think you're weird. Because when I was first going through my journey, oh my God, I thought I was the weirdest person ever. But, you know, now I don't. yeah the universe you know you were blessed with people like you Mm -hmm. no um it's I didn't know you were in DC my uh my sister is there and I have a friend um she's like very much so into tarot and everything and she's my sister's best friend and she's like my sister is always Mm -hmm. like she's this is what she said today this is what she said today what do you think this what do you think about this Mm -hmm. and like y'all just you you guys remind me of each other so much so so cool yeah you know I was born in PG County Maryland um I'm back in PG and um yeah I've I've lived here all my life except for when I went to Texas and I had to get up out of there Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I had to get up out of Texas you know probably someone gets it because whenever I say that they're just like what you didn't like taxes? I'm like, no. <laughs> but Beyonce from there, Megan the Stallions from there. The houses are cheap. Has Beyonce moved back? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I'm good. They're like, so you wouldn't go back? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I get it. Oh man. But no, yeah, I really enjoyed this. This was such a good time. Oh my gosh. Like when you reached out, I was like, I love to. to talk about manifestations and early yeah. it was probably like September I wrote down that I want to be interviewed on a podcast wow yeah oh wow. yeah oh so, sure. okay it's real. <laughs> it's real y'all it is real it is real and you know so thank wow. you for being a part of something that I wanted to manifest for myself I really do appreciate it I was so excited when you reached out and you know you got a supporter mm-hmm. in me you ever need a reading or you need a little something something you know we can do we can do whatever i got you okay <laughs> i'll be actually i'll be in dc in january so you know we'll figure something out Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much oh before yeah. you go tag all of your um, socials and how people can reach out to you absolutely absolutely so my socials are Bree holistically on instagram that's b-r-i W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-A-L-L-Y. And then on my links are there. I have my website, which is under the same name, www.freeholistically.com. I post uh, astrology, spiritual content there. And then also I have my Etsy shop, which is where you can book readings with me. And that's Breedable Tarot, which is B R I T I F. L T A R O T. 
So, and of course, if you follow me on Instagram, all my links are there. So you'll be able to get to everything. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply.